Today I am going to throw some stats at you and it's about the importance of having a clean home because science will demonstrate the logic behind keeping your home clean and organized. Are you ready to be amazed? Hell yeah. So a survey conducted by the National Sleep Foundation found that people who make their beds every morning are 19% more likely to report regular sleeping patterns. Hmm, so if you want a good night's sleep, make your bed. In 2011, researchers at Princeton University found that clutter can actually make it more difficult to focus on a particular task. Specifically, they found that the visual cortex can be overwhelmed by task irrelevant objects, making it harder to allocate attention and complete tasks efficiently. A study led by associate professor um, Nicola Keith, she's a uh, researcher, scientist and professor at Indiana University, found that people with clean houses or clean homes are healthier than those with messy houses. Research in 2009 found that levels of stress hormone cortisol were higher in home environments that were cluttered. Elevated cortisol levels sustained over a period of time can lead to anxiety and it can lead to depression. And finally, in uh, one study, participants with messy desks Uh, were perceived to be less conscientious, more neurotic, and less agreeable. (laughs) Are you one of those? Such perceptions of an employee are likely to have a negative influence to the way that others interact with them and may uh, also have a negative consequence on their career progression. But the big question today is this. What makes staying organized so difficult? If staying organized is so good for you, why doesn't everyone do it? Luckily, we have Poppy Defray with us. Poppy is the owner of Organized Interiors, a bespoke home organizing service. Having lived in London for seven years working in the corporate world, And as a business manager for an owner-led SME, Poppy moved to Bristol to launch her own business, Organized Interiors. Combining her skills of organization, coaching, and service improvement with a genuine passion for helping others transform their space, she became a professional organizer. Having seen time and time again that organizing is truly the foundation for success. She helps her clients become organized with systems that work for them as individuals, ensuring their spaces are functional and beautifully organized. Poppy finds her work incredibly rewarding and her clients' testimonials highlight just how life-changing this process can be. Poppy, welcome to Success Talks. How are you doing today? Good, thank you. Yeah, it's been a good morning so far. Had my tea, had a meeting, speaking to you. So yeah, it's going well, thank you. How's yours? My day is great. 
Uh, I didn't have tea. I'm breaking my coffee habits. Um, I'm refusing to have it. I don't believe that it's um, it's good for our energy levels throughout the day. So I've swapped it for for water and lemon. So um, very impressive. Looking after my body and mind. Best thing to do. So in your article, uh, first of all, thank you for submitting the article. We really appreciate it. You're welcome. You express the importance of a clean home. And we've also uh, seen that in uh, the studies that I've just gone through. Yet many people do not start in the first place. Why is this? It's a really good question. And I think, um, like you say, it's really hard for people to become organized if it's not natural. For some people, it's really natural. People like to be organized. It's a bit more inherent in the way that they think. And for some people, it just doesn't come naturally or they've never been taught often we've not been taught how to be organized and actually you have parents that say to their children you know go and tidy your room and the child doesn't want to do it or whatever but actually has that parent ever actually taught them how to stay organized or taught them how to tidy their room it often starts at a really young age with these like subtle things that people are asked to do and actually never really have explained to them there's kind of this assumption that we all know how to be organized and actually that's really not not the case at all oh my god I thought the same thing myself. My mom used to punish me for not cleaning up. She would say, you have to do the kitchen or you have to do the living room. She used to leave us a little note. And I would clean it to the standard that I knew <laughs> because I didn't, I, I, I didn't know what the standards were. I didn't actually really know how to use the chemicals or the um, polish properly. I just, I seen my mom do some of the things, but I wasn't really paying attention. So that makes sense so people are just not being taught how to and I suppose that impacts generations after generations yeah absolutely and I think it's an assumption that it's one of those things that we just know how to do it's a bit like sometimes people assume that everyone knows how to manage their money or these things that are actually really key foundation skills in life but yet aren't really taught in in you know, in school or in, in other areas of our life, maybe not by parents. And it's nobody's fault. It's just that it's one of those things that um, often isn't talked about and taught. And therefore, it's really easy to find ourselves in our adult lives, not really knowing how to organise ourselves for success, organise our space around us, organise, especially now we've got so much going on in our digital world that we're constantly having thrown at us, how to organise our inboxes. And it kind of trickles into all these different areas and means that things can become overwhelming quite quickly because we've never really taken the time to learn how to do it um, ourselves and most importantly learn what works for us because while some principles will be appropriate and applicable for everybody we have to work to find out what works for us as individuals our lifestyle our routines and that's another thing that um, people maybe don't think about as much Hmm. I, I suppose there's also another angle is that we just tolerate certain things. So whilst we don't know, we tolerate the mess that we live in. But if you, if you apply it to driving, for example, um, we just didn't know how to drive, but we made sure that we went out of our way to book driving lessons. Mm. Yeah, so we put ourselves in that environment so that we can learn and grow. So why do we tolerate uh, living in chaos do you understand why people accept this behavior as as a good thing I think it's that often people don't notice I think people are becoming more aware 
aware of it because it's become it's become quite on trend to be organized so regardless of any like mental health benefits or benefits to do with productivity it's become on trend in kind of a different way almost in terms of like interiors and how we organize our spaces um and i think the fact that it's been kind of thrust into our daily lives in magazines via you know netflix series like the home edit um, and marie kondo series i think that means that people are starting to kind of look at those things and then look at the space around them and start to realize that maybe they you know they don't necessarily want a show home finish but that actually maybe they're at the other end of the scale and they are living in clutter and it's actually really overwhelming to be in that position when your home is messy and um disorganized and cluttered and you can't find things and what tends to happen is that then you become behind on paperwork because you pop something down and you've not and then you have reminders or it could just be a whole host of things that generally your life tends to feel like it's in a bit of disarray and a bit disjointed and you're not on top of things what would be um interesting to know is that um from your own experience when did you have that shift from um disorganized whatever scale that was to being so organized I think I've always been quite organized when it comes to work and quite a lot of my um, role in the corporate world was service improvement and doing reviews of projects or complaints looking at how we could improve the service so I've always been really interested in taking something that's broken or semi-broken and finding an efficiency and improving a process that means that something is better um, when it comes to my personal life, I wouldn't say I was disorganized, but I definitely wasn't as aware of organization as I as I am today. And the thing that really um, was kind of a catalyst for that was I decided to quit my job and go traveling. And I really wanted to do it wholeheartedly. And as a result, I wanted to get rid of all of my stuff in the UK so that it was as hard to come back as it was to start a life somewhere else. I wanted to feel like super free. So I basically sold and, and donated the vast majority of everything I owned, which by then had become quite a lot for a 26 year old. Um, I just had got into this habit of consumerism. I wasn't particularly happy with it, like my life. And so I found myself shopping a lot more and buying a lot more things. Um, and when I freed myself of all of those possessions, bar a couple of suitcases that were staying, you know, with family as in just to pop into storage and my backpack that I was gonna travel with, it was the single most freeing experience I had ever had, uh, really unexpectedly, but I just felt so much physically and mentally lighter. And for me, that was the start of a real kind of process about connecting possessions with our mental health, why we behave in certain ways, why we purchase certain things, the implication that then has and how it can become a really detrimental cycle of buying more, living with more things around us in a chaotic way and how that has more of a negative impact on our mental health versus when we start to free ourselves of these things and organize the possessions that we do have around us, the quite literally life-changing process that, that happens along that journey. So that was how I kind of started and really got, got into that process and way of thinking. That is such a powerful message and a message that people, from my experience, they don't hear or welcome into their life until they're in their 40s, 50s or onwards. And you recognized it at, in your 20s, which I think is quite a big challenge because of consumerism, you know, especially with the rise of social media, you have to have the latest thing. This is the new trend. I've got to be this person. 
And so we just keep buying all this stuff and actually it doesn't fuel our soul. In actual fact, it, it can weigh us down and keep us, you know, like, like you said, uh, stuck in uh, a location. You really wanted to be free. So you can just move around. It's, that's very powerful and, and well done for figuring that out sooner. <laughs> Well, thanks. I'm, I think I'm quite lucky because it happened quite organically for me. It was kind of, it was secondary. It wasn't with the aim of, um, yeah, of not having as much or there was kind of a, a, a reason that was different, which kind of led to that process happening. But um, I'm very grateful because it genuinely was the start of a larger transformation. And that's what I love about my, my job and being able to work with clients and just take them on this journey. And at the end, their home looks um and feels more importantly feels like a place that they never imagined their home could feel like in a couple of days and that doesn't mean show homing it doesn't mean we've got rid of 90 percent of their belongings it's just really focusing on what that individual needs in their home and putting the right organizational systems in place to support their routines rather than detract from them do they go back to old habits I've yet to have a client come back to me because they were unable to sustain the systems that we put in place or to do the same area. Um, I think often a lot of my clients need an initial help to get to the stage of organization. And on the whole, I tend to work with my clients who, where they really want to become more organized and use their space efficiently and effectively, rather than just this kind of aspirational final look. Then I work really closely with them. And so it's as much about teaching and working with them and imparting knowledge throughout the session as it is about physically moving things. And for me, that's really important. I want to empower the people that I'm working with so that they can maintain it. I know it's gonna work for them because we've talked about how they use their space and their routines and their priorities in life. Um, and so I've yet to have somebody come back and and struggle. Sometimes people will call me up to tackle another space because they would like help getting the space into the right place and the right systems, because that can be quite challenging. So in itself, having that kind of assistance and I think helping them feel like that has the confidence that they've got it right and now they just need to maintain it um, is really key. And, and that for me is a big um, well, probably one of the most important things that I do is empowering people to do it them, themselves. I don't want to be called up to redo a space. And I, I see that as a failure rather than a, a good thing because I want to be able to empower people to, um, to do it themselves and maintain it going forward. Yeah, again, you just blow my mind. You're so powerful. <laughs> You've not just identified, okay, yes, it's the cleaning of the space and organizing the space um, and the benefits that come with that alone you've identified that if there's no real change in the person's behavior, then they, they, they will go back to old habits. And so you're helping them to go on that journey with you and you're asking the right questions to understand, well, how do you move around your space? What's important for your lifestyle? And you've adapted and shown them uh, a path to, to achieve it and sustain it. So it's, it's a long-term success, not just short-term tidy my home and disappear. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's really important to me. I mean, some some clients do, you know, are relatively organized and they just want to go a step further and they want me to come in with beautiful products and kind of put that cherry, cherry on the cake, um, which is fun in a completely, completely different way. Um, but for clients that are looking for a lifestyle change and they their goals are not necessarily just the aesthetics of their space, it's there's 
other things that they want to address, then yeah, absolutely that process that we go through is is really important to understand them as an as an individual. Is there a better time to do it? Like I don't know, spring clean. Is there something because I don't understand where that comes from? Uh, is there some sort of logic that in springtime it's the best time to clean I, I don't know my question yeah going back to the, the question it's um when is the important time to or the most impactful time to clean your space i would say it's probably different for everyone that probably sounds like a cop-out but i think it's again thinking about what works for you so for example if you have children and they are maybe a school age and they're going back to school in september you might want to use the summer holidays as a as a period of time to or the last few weeks of the summer holidays to get everything set up ready for the new routines that are coming in because you want to start something afresh i think having some form of motivation is really important so it might be that it's a new year for some people they just do have this surge of motivation at the beginning of January and they want to get everything in order I think it's more about when when it's right for the individual when they feel ready ready and open to make that change is the most important thing rather than it being seasonal um, I do find actually really interestingly when it's sunny so when we have like a really intense like hot sunny period especially after a few weeks of doom and gloom or when we come into summer I get far more inquiries, which I always find really fascinating. And I think it's because the sunshine comes out, people feel happier, it's like hope, a new start, it kind of signifies all these things and people feel a bit more able and ready to have a new start and get everything sorted and they want their life to be kind of happy and sunshine and yellow. <laughs> um, and yeah, I find that really interesting um, how there seems to be this kind of direct correlation um, between this like increase in like flurry of new inquiries around when it's been it's not particularly nice weather and then we have nice weather for a period of time so I find that quite interesting mm, yeah so summer's the time hmm. yeah no that is what about so lockdown was different all of a sudden we had time and I had seen loads of um, posts on social media about organizing the home um, and, and, you know, keeping on top of things, finishing off the garden, those things. Has, have you seen any differences uh, in, well, since lockdown, or has it been quite the opposite of organised? I think there's a difference because people are valuing their home environment a lot more because people were all of a sudden confronted with it because they legally weren't allowed to leave their homes. And so I think that led to a lot of people reassessing their space. I think a lot of people... Um, organized it themselves they went through the process themselves you know probably used books and various other resources to kind of go through that process um, I think for some people it's been particularly overwhelming because they're not in a place where they're able to make that start on their own and they weren't in a position to be able to have an organizer or somebody else in to help them um, so since lockdown's lifted I think it's been um, I don't think I've seen a big a big difference. So definitely, there's definitely a group of people who wanted support over that period and had to wait until restrictions were lifted and they were able to have someone in their home to start that process. But I think it made them even more kind of um, keen to get started and will value their new kind of fresh space more because all of a sudden they've got some headspace back and they had to live in a state that they maybe weren't so happy with for a longer period of time than they'd hoped. Um, and so again, I think it's 
it's finding that motivation for whatever that whoever that individual is and what it is that's stressing them out and keep, always keeping that in mind when they're maintaining systems that if I don't do this I'm just going to go straight back to where I was you know at the first point of this process and actually that's not a place where I particularly want to be and it wasn't supporting me or making me happy and um so yeah keeping in mind throughout the whole journey and when you get to the end and sustaining it and beyond remembering what that was like is actually a really important thing not to put yourself through it emotionally every day but just to keep it in mind that actually there isn't there is a difference to an organized home and you know as a person who like, and for me it felt like this and I don't want to be back there so I'm going to do this moving forward to keep things organized Mm. so it's almost like visualization but the reverse so you visualize your future you believe it to be true and you connect with it and it motivates you forward but equally looking into the past and saying oh I remember when I was like x y and z um and actually I don't want that anymore I want a better path for my life yeah and I, I always ask clients if they want me to take before and after pictures whether they and of course I always ask if they want if they're happy for them to be shared or not but um at the end of working with a client I will send them their before and after pictures because actually some of them have already forgotten what the before looked like because everything is so different and then they see the before and they just can't believe that that they were living in that space in that way um because the difference is so huge and they already feel so different and so it's quite useful having that visual that visual reminder of um how things were and how they could be if they weren't to maintain their space absolutely Oh, good. So based on what we've shared today, what one key advice would you give to the listeners? The key advice would be to think about your individual goal. Like, why is it that if you're in a state where you look around your environment and it doesn't particularly make you happy, it's not supporting you, it's a bit cluttered, it's a bit unorganised. What is your goal? Is it to be organised and have more time? Is it to have more mental clarity? Think about what the direct benefits are going to be for you because that will really help with motivation and that's always the starting point. Um, so yeah, that, I'm, going to give, I'm going to give more than one point. That's the main point, but I suppose off the back of that, the, then, the right system is to then think about decluttering and then organising into a place that ensures it's easy to maintain. That's kind of the process. But that motivation at the beginning is where it all starts and it has to come from each person and understanding why you as an individual want to make that change is the most important and powerful thing throughout the whole process yeah all life changes start with why yeah. why you do it in the first place if you want sustainable results then start with why mm, for sure so do you have any services or even products available to help our listeners to go to yellow yeah absolutely I do a lot of in-home sessions but I also do virtual sessions so whether that is a an hour session if people just want a bit of like initial assistance and they just want some ideas so that they can springboard off that and those ideas to be personal and work for their space I do like hour sessions of virtual organization um, or we can do a sustained session we can do a longer session where I'll look at the space they can send me measurements and I can look at products that might be useful for them if they maybe need some storage systems to help them get things organized and we can do a much more in-depth process so yeah virtual sessions are something that can absolutely help with and it's it's a great place to start um, especially when you're consumed by your space it's really hard to see what a fresh pair of eyes sees so having that kind of support at the beginning can be the thing that helps you go all the way through the process without feeling um kind of becoming unmotivated perfect so how can the listeners get in touch with you 
So they can have a look at my website if they'd like to find out more information, which is organised-interiors.co.uk. Um, they can drop me an email, which is hello at organised-interiors.co.uk. Or if they would like to contact me via Instagram, I'm at, at organisedinteriors, all one word. Oh, brilliant. Poppy is available to support you, guide you and inspire you on a journey to yellow. Reach out to her today. Help is here and it is always here but you must take the first step, always. Details can be found in the description. Poppy, thank you for your words of wisdom today and in the Yellow Magazine. May your life be yellow. Thanks, Sammy.